Oh god. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> I see waves and things, so yeah. this is totally uh Shall we just make some noise for a second and play it back, make sure it's working? Uh, sure. Yeah, that sounds like a thing Peter does. Uh... Yeah, we're totally recording. Now. Okay, so where were we? Okay. Uh... Uh... Good audio. Okay, good. Welcome to a very special episode of Cage Match, colon roundabout way of meeting Nicholas Cage. I'm your host, Sean, here with my co-host, Nick. I'm Nick. And not our producer. Yeah, Peter's not here because his family got sick. Or he's making excuses to stop hanging out with us when the day ball is out. He's just making us do more work. It's true. What are we paying him for? I'm assuming the sexual favors. But that actually goes against the whole favor thing. Yeah. Yeah, I, I expect freebies on the regular. That would be a favor. Yeah. That would be good. I could use a little favor here and there. Speaking of unrequited dreams, what are we talking about today, Nick? Oh, we're talking about Dream Scenario. That's right, the new Nicolas Cage movie. Yeah, it came out, it's in theaters, and uh, we went and saw it. Yeah, we went to uh, SIF last night and watched it with uh, Patreon Sean. Patreon Sean was there, yeah. and Patreon John. And Patreon John. Patreon Sean and John. But not Patreon Sean John. No. He hasn't gotten on the on the train yet. Uh, this movie is um, initial thought weird. Yeah, it, it's it's a weird movie. It it was enjoyable. It was fun. Uh, let let me just tell everybody what it's all about real quick. So Nicolas Cage plays Paul Matthews, a professor, a tenured professor at a university. He teaches stuff irrelevant, and right from the onset of the movie, people start like noticing that he's present in their dreams and it's not necessarily that he's doing anything he's just there and as things move forward the dreams get more upsetting yeah and involved and everything sort of takes a turn for the nightmarish as his rise to celebrity and fall from celebrity is kind of just put out there for you yeah I mean, ultimately, this film's about being famous for nothing. And cancel culture. And cancel culture. I don't know how I feel about this movie. <laughs> I know I liked this movie. I enjoyed watching it. I feel like there are themes that I am too stupid to understand <laughs> off of a single watching. Yeah. Uh, I like. I can't say I didn't enjoy it. I'm, I did. I don't know that I ever want to watch it again. Yeah, it's... It's one of those, like, I'll totally watch it again. I, I enjoyed it to that degree, um, especially if I want to ever claim to understand the movie. Uh, but <laughs> this is like a lobster for me. I wa I'm like, eh, I don't need to understand what's going on here to know I don't really like it. <laughs> uh, I love the lobster. If you're ever into reading short plays, you should read the rhinoceros. Speaking of animal related things. It's short. Like okay. Maybe seven pages. I can read that. Yeah, That's about my attention span these days. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, this movie, it's it's hard to explain. So I'm just going to talk about like other things. The, the main part of this movie is about dreams and like <laughs> the interaction with them. So I was sitting up last night and I was thinking about a couple different dreams that I've had in my life. Uh, 
some recurring nightmares. Like the earliest recurring nightmare that I remember having as a child plays on standard dream tropes, like you're flying or you're naked in school things. And then also just like the weirder bend of dreams from like external stimulus. Uh, Mine would be a nicotine patch during one of my many, many attempts to quit smoking. I never had like super out there dreams. Like when I was a kid, I had a recurring nightmare about like an event where a face would show up in the moon and then people would turn into like monkey critters and like go bananas. Huh. But that's really like the most surreal I ever get. As I've gotten older, they've turned into, you know, stress dreams about I'm not going to graduate school or I forgot that I had this one math class that I've never shown up to and it's the final. Mm-hmm. I did actually miss a final one time. This was non-dream related. Uh, I just had the schedule wrong. <laughs> I slept through it and I came the next day for the final and they're like, no, uh, you can have an incomplete and you just have to take the test. But then the professor quit. Like he went to a different school, so I never got the test rescheduled. So I just had an incomplete in like a music theory class forever. Mm-hmm. Actually, yes, it's still an incomplete. <laughs> So, like, my earliest remembered nightmare, and this is a really weird one, uh, I remember waking up, like, my parents were uh, watching some Whoopi Goldberg movie downstairs, but I would have these, uh, this is, like, the time I remember it, but it would be, like, just a sleep paralysis kind of dream, where I'm just stuck there, and it's a full field of white, like, all I see is white And then in slow motion, Lincoln logs would just kind of pass across my field of vision, like rotating and floating. (laughs) And that was it. Like nothing else happened, but I was just terrified. (laughs) And I always had a good relationship with Lincoln logs. So I don't know what that is all about. Somebody analyze that and tell me in the comments. (laughs) Uh, I started dreaming again recently. I stopped drinking about three weeks ago. I haven't had any alcohol. So I've been sleeping better, but my brain's also like, deciding it's like mm, bored now let's let's get let's start to get weird oh yeah i had a dream most recent dream i remember and i only remember it because it woke me up at three in the morning i was really mad about it is it was like all of our friends hanging out at like a cabin lake house whatever and we're just doing nothing and peter is just staring at this glass top table just very intently slowly looks up turns to me says makes a joke but it's just gibberish or like backwards and just in the dream i think it's hilarious and then a second later so in the dream i just start cackling and then i wake up at 3 30 morning <laughs> and then i couldn't get back to sleep i was really mad at peter for that oh yeah yeah that's worth being mad at peter um have you ever had any of those like uh like iconic dreams like a flying dream ever no no I, I don't think i've ever had like specifically flying but there was a period where i used to have spider-man dreams and i would web sling that's awesome it was so much cooler than flying oh I like, bet. just swinging around through a city that was pretty rad incorrect i have had a flying dream once all I could think the entire time was, what if this stops working? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you start flying really low to the ground. Pretty much. It's like totally negating the yeah. joy of flying. Just it's like, like oh, I, don't under- I don't understand how this works in the first place. What if it stops? <laughs> <laughs> 
I like that. I like that uh, your brain forces a little bit of concern and reality into oh, that. Oh, man. Okay, I'm going to send this recording to our, my therapist today because uh, I'm just remembering other dreams. Like, I have a recurring stress dream where I'm in a car that either, like, the parking brake isn't quite working, so it's just sliding. But sometimes I'm in the back seat of the car having to steer it as it's careening out of control. Okay. But there's no one in the front seat. So are you, like, hugging across the driver's seat? Yeah. Like, I am driving the car, but from the back seat for reasons I've never cleared by. Clear about. Yeah, and that doesn't make sense. I've seen your legs. They're really short. You wouldn't be able to reach up front. No, like, the car's out of control. Like, I'm not <laughs> controlling the speed. I'm just trying to control, like, where it's going. I'd be concerned about the speed as well. Yeah. Mostly the stopping. So my external stimulus dream, my nicotine patch dreams, and I don't know if, like, you've never taken that or used a nicotine patch, have you? Um, I had a friend when I worked in uh, fast food who was trying to quit smoking, and I don't know if it was a show of solidarity or just sleep deprivation, but I'm like, let me see what that's about. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so... <laughs> bad idea. For a non-smoker, bad idea. <laughs> yeah, having that constant, like, uh, insertion of nicotine, like, into your bloodstream like while you're asleep it does like strange weird things and i've never been able to recreate it without putting on a nicotine patch it usually has to be in the mid to higher level of nicotine but i had this one dream one time and it was just so weird i was in college and i was walking down the street in my college town the dreams express are not the are not that of a cake match but solely of uh, Nick. Uh, yeah, Nick and his nicotine problems, which I don't have anymore, thankfully. So I'm walking down this street, and this person that I know from school is walking down towards me, and I don't know, maybe they waved or something or not, and I just, like, start running towards them, and I'm, like, turning into this demon at the same time, and as I get up to them, <laughs> I just pop this enormous boner that's also a chainsaw and it just like swings up and like rips through their body like from between their legs and then cleanly all the way up through the head and their body just falls apart and I ran through it and then that was the dream. It's watching, like I just kept running. Were you watching a bunch of anime at this time? Were <laughs> you watching Devil Man? This seems like something that would be in Devil Man. Oh, I don't even know Devil Man, but I'm I'm willing to try it if it's anything like this dream. <laughs> we should we should watch some Devil Man sometimes. It's weird. Um so dream scenario. <laughs> yeah. Uh you're gonna get some weird dreams. I don't think there's a ever like a uh <laughs> The dreams themselves seem fairly sedate within the film. Yeah. They're very much little snippets. Um but Nicolas Cage gives such a good performance throughout the whole movie, and I love his characterization, and I really enjoyed, like, just the times that, like, in dreams, he's allowed to, like, be free with his acting choices. Yeah. Oh, he's it's, so good in this film. Like, It's really something. Yeah. No, this uh, is such an amazing performance by the man. Even though, like, I don't know if this is a movie I'll go back to, I really do appreciate his acting and his role in it. I think it, I think he did a stellar job, and the whole cast did a really good job. Performances by uh, his wife. I will say, I really was, good. The children of, did really yeah. well. I was bummed that Tim Meadows wasn't given more to do. I would have loved Tim Meadows. Yeah, the, I would have loved more from Tim Meadows, but just his inclusion in the movie was very nice. Yeah, and Michael Sarah as a tech bro, <laughs> like influencer, marketing guru. Yeah. Like a bad one. Because one of the things is they want to try and like find a way to use him in dreams to advertise things. So they're like, 
we'll just put pictures of you holding Sprite out right, you know, around 9 p.m. So people will like inflate you with Sprite. Maybe they'll dream about Sprite. Yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a strange movie. It I will say I did enjoy the theater experience. I did enjoy the Sif experience because there were a few people in the audience who were having reactions to this film, like when he starts getting like canceled when like the dreams start going dark and you know he starts getting blamed for that you know there is someone a few rows ahead of us who's like come on no no come on <laughs> yeah being able to see movies in theaters is just terrific i'm i'm glad we're well and thoroughly past the the times of mm, covid restrictions and things yeah. like that think what a, think of it as you will it's nice to be able to see movies together yeah i would say that was one of the Otter parts of the film is when we get to the his canceling, yeah, and then it's just like trying to up until he tries to like apologize for it. I'm like this guy's getting a really bum rap because he has done absolutely nothing. Yeah, yeah, and I don't know how much of this will will get in just for spoilers yeah. and stuff like that. But uh, Peter can make that decision. Yeah. So if you're upset about what is or is not included in this episode, it's on Peter. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's an odd one. Like, having sat with it for a night, I'm like, mm, I probably enjoyed it more than I did in the moment. I was There are some very uncomfortable and hard-to-watch scenes in this film. Not because they're, like, gruesome. Well, there's one pretty gruesome scene. But just the awkwardness of the scene, the awkwardness of this character um, dealing with his celebrity, his son celebrity. Yeah. Like there were times where I was like cringe. I like I couldn't look at the screen for how cringy it was. <laughs> no, the writers and the director did a really good job of yeah. portraying people who would not be accustomed to or equipped to handle meteoric rises, like global celebrity status, yeah. and the effect it's going to have on them, their lives, their families' lives, and everything. I will say, I have one major critique of this film, which is I think it needed to end 10 minutes earlier. Like, it gets into this really meta, somewhat explaining what's happening, but not really, and then it gets just, it plays with a lot of fun ideas at the end, but doesn't really use them for anything. Mm. And I'm like, if you were going to do that, it should have been throughout the whole project, rather than just lumping it in at the end. Yeah. Once you see it, you'll know, because it takes a weird sci-fi slant. Yeah. I mean, I can see how you're coming out of that. Uh, I, I enjoyed how it ended. I thought it was fine. I liked just of the natural progression of how people uh, approach new technologies, thoughts, everything else. It, it has to come with time. Um, I don't think there's a really long period that this movie covers. Seems to be maybe just like maybe two months. Yeah. So... I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the ending. I would recommend it to people. I, I think it was a lot people. of fun. Um, it's a lot of fun trying to figure out how you want to talk about it with yeah. other people. Um, and it's just... Yeah, five of us walked out of that theater yesterday and we were all just like, huh. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a very interesting movie and the concept of it is, uh, you know, something something to take home for the holidays and talk with your grandma about yeah maybe she'll dream of Nicolas Cage mm. I know I will bye bye <laughs>